Coming up on WealthWorks Radio, you've been a good saver socking away money in your 401k or your IRA for years. You also got a tax break. Now you're getting close to retirement. It's time to start diffusing that so-called lump sum time bomb. That and more coming up on today's show. And now, WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney. Welcome in, everybody. This is WealthWorks Radio. I'm consumer advocate Steve Soto. Joining me today, as always, Eric Carney. Eric, of course, president of Retirement Wealth. He's a fiduciary and uh, so much more. Also with us today, as always, Joseph Lanza. Joseph is a fiduciary with Retirement Wealth, working alongside Eric and uh, right alongside during the show. Hi, Joseph. How's things? I'm looking forward to the show, Steve. How are you? Very, very well, thanks. And Eric, as always, a pleasure to connect. Good morning, Steve. And uh, so you talked about the lump sum tax time bomb. Yeah, that's a big deal, isn't it? We got to worry about that. Yeah, it sure is. I mean, this is the thing. I mean, there's a lot of changes coming down the pike. And, you know, we, we talked about this on last week's show, too, that there's going to be a lot of major changes in the next five years. And people have really got to be prepared for these. We're seeing people come in with a great deal of money in their IRAs that get rolled over, and what happens is, is that, you know, you've got required minimum distributions. Um, you are going to pay the piper and people, you know, it, it's just amazing to me that people are very disconnected by how that works. And uh, so, like I said, it, it's not how much money you have, it's, it's how much you actually get to keep. And so I think that tax strategies are going to be crucial going down the road. And we're going to talk a lot about all of this today, and we're also going to talk about the Secure Act 2.0 a little bit as well. Okay, well, and again, before we get into that, I mean, this is a fairly significant weekend, or you know, with September 11th, and it's not just because it's the weekend, but I mean, it's we all remember that as if it were yesterday. Yeah, it's funny. It's just one of those times where you know there is an event that occurred, and you know exactly where you were when it happened. And uh, I reflect on this every year because, I mean, to me. You know, being growing up in New York, I knew a lot of people who were affected by 9-11. I have a very good friend of mine, Brian, who's still an advisor. And Brian was actually downtown and he left the building and he said, there was nowhere to go. Your cell phone wasn't working. There were no cars. People were just walking across the bridges. And I don't know. I really to this day, I don't know how far Brian walked. But Brian walked home and he took off his shoes and he put them in his closet and he never looked at those shoes until years later. Well, he sent me a picture. They were covered with about an inch and a half of ashes. Wow. And I said, Brian, I said, you need to get a glass case and just put those inside a glass case because that is not only history, but that's your personal history from 9-11. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I won't bore you with my stories, but the, the one crazy thing was is that uh, I was working an hour and 15 minutes away from home that day, and they, they sent us home, and I was in uh, upstate New York in Syracuse, and I had to drive back to Binghamton. The thing that I remember is there was a state trooper in the middle of every single turnaround on the highway going down 81 South. Every single turnaround, there was a state trooper sitting there. And I don't really know what the purpose of that was. You know, it didn't really make me feel any more secure. I mean, you know, those guys were just as confused as we were as to what was going on. Yeah. Um, but it's just uh, what an eerie time. And I just I, I to this day, it's something I will never, ever forget. 
And today means a lot to me because, like I said, I, I still remember a lot of its happenings of that day. And um, that, oh, yeah. that's something that will live with me forever. Yeah, I mean, at the time, I was working at, uh, at Shop NBC, which is the television shopping network. It's now called Shop HQ. But I was mm -hmm. working on the Internet side, and that was the day the shopping stopped. And that, uh, I mean, our CEO was a retired uh, one star, and uh, he, on his way into work that morning, called and said, everything's done, put on the news. And that's what we did. Yeah. For the better part of a week. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it was just, uh, it was just a crazy time. I mean, you know, I, I look at a lot of events through history and that was one that will always stick in my mind. I and mean, it was just, just full of events that day. And sure. if you've ever get the chance to go to the museum uh, in New York city, I mean, it's just intense. Like you go through there and they have one of the fire trucks that was, um, down in the rubble, um, two of my neighbors, Mickey and Danny, they're retired NYPD. They were actually going through the rubble. Um, my buddy Gary from high school was an iron worker. So he was down in New York City cutting up iron and literally taking out body parts. I mean, there was there was the bucket brigade and they would actually take out body parts in a bucket and and pass them through. He was down there for probably a month cutting up steel, just, you know, looking for people and doing whatever. But it's just, uh, it, it's amazing how many people I have in my life that were connected directly to that. And, and again, it's just, no matter where it happens in the United States, anything that happens on domestic soil is, is terrible. But mm -hmm. uh, this is just a, a good day for us to remember all those people and everything that happened as sure. well. And uh, so as we sort of get into this, uh, we talk about RMDs, required minimum distributions. Uh, it seems a harsh transition from that to this, but that's what we got to do. Um, and, and so what are your thoughts there, Eric? Well, I mean, you know, you and I, have, how long have we been talking about the SECURE Act? Mm, well, since, uh, let's see, it passed in tw 2019, so probably six months before that. So about mid, um, halfway through 2019. That's crazy. So I know it's been a long time, and I think that we brought up SECURE Act before SECURE Act was even cool. It Not was, that it's cool, yes. right? But we were talking about it way before it was a thing. Well, now all of a sudden you have SECURE Act 2.0 changes, and Donna was actually kind enough to go through this. And this is the th kind of thing like, I'm like, hey, Donna, what about this? And she's like, well, as a matter of fact, I have this highlighted and printed out. I mean, Donna is like, this is this is how intricate she gets with financial planning. I mean, she pulls out four pages of Secure Act 2.0 changes. It's insane. So this is one that we're going to do a whole show on. Um, or at least a good segment, because it's showing all of the changes that are going to happen to the Secure Act. And here's the one thing that people have to know, Steve, is there's over $37.2 trillion out there in retirement money. $13 trillion of that is in IRA money. So that means that the government is trying to lay their paws on that $13.2 trillion. How can I tax this? Because our national debt is just skyrocketing left and right. You know, we can't even... We can't even pay our student loans over here, but we're sending $3 billion over to Ukraine. Now, I feel terrible for those people, but we have enough of our issues over here. You know, you've got illegal immigrants being shipped to Chicago and New York City. It's just insane to me. Like, let's shut down our borders, first of all. Let's worry about ourselves before we worry about anyone else. And now, all of a sudden, you have other conflicts that are starting up through the world. And I really hope that... China gets the idea through Ukraine and Russia that you just can't go in and attack somewhere 
because maybe it won't turn out the way you expect. Now, I don't know if what I read is true, but it seems like Ukraine is kind of holding their own a little bit. And they just took over another section of their country this week. But I don't know. I just the, the bottom line is, is that with your IRA money, they are looking to tax this because that is how they afford things. And so we've got to be 100 percent aware of our abilities to do Roth conversions and transfer that money to future generations the most ethical and easy way possible. And so I think that the, all these changes that are in the SECURE Act, again, it's four pages long. It's, it's mind boggling to a lot of people. So when does that I mean, I know at this point it has not yet passed the Senate. I know it's it's ready to go there, but it hasn't gone there yet. Right. Correct. Yeah. All of this is, you know, all of this is being proposed, let's say. So it has to do with the Secure Act 2.0 and also the Rise and Shine Act. And there's just a lot of stuff in here. It's it's not just a required minimum distribution age. It's all it's a lot of other things that are going on as well. Oh, yeah. The Rise and Shine Act. Tell me about that. Well, the Rise and Shine Act is just another way that they're going to put this in there. They're going to make changes like employers are going to actually have access to a Roth IRA. There's a lot of different things. Um, it also requires the automatic enrollment arrangements uh, okay. go in for participants. Um, so it's actually forcing people to save for retirement a little bit easier, which isn't a bad thing. But there's just like I said, as I go through these four pages, it's mind boggling to me. Um, there's another thing in here called the Earn Act. I don't know anything about that, but we will in the next few weeks. Mm -hmm. There's just a lot of different things coming down the pike. Wow. All right. So good. To, I mean, again, these are things that uh, it's, I'm grateful that you're on top of it so that uh, we can know and you can share that information. Folks, if you'd like to get a head start with Eric and the team, 800-779-1942, 800-779-1942. And uh, boy, we have uh, pretty much, uh, you know, Eating up excitement here, uh, Eric. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it goes by quick. <laughs> it really does. So we can continue this conversation. Tell you what, let's not, let's let's go ahead and take a break right now, and then we'll come back and pick it up, pick up the conversation. Sure. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next ten callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full blown financial plan review valued at over a thousand dollars, and give it away complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We'll get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000, we'll be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. Hey, that sounds fantastic, folks. Do take advantage of it. It's a great way to be able to come on in, sit down, get a financial roadmap put together once and for all. It's a chance to get a true practical financial review, just like Joseph was talking about. Give us a call, 800-779-1942, to claim your spot on the calendar. You're going to be able to get that comprehensive financial review, see where you are today. But more importantly, you're going to find that, well, there's a roadmap that you've got that can help get you to where you need to be. 800-779-1942, 800-779-1942. We're going to take a quick break. Let's come back and pick up the conversation right here on WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney and Joseph Lenz. Next up on WealthWorks Radio, we're going to continue the conversation about that lump sum time bomb. Stay tuned.
on WealthWorks Radio. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Eric Carney is here. Joseph Lanza is here. And uh, we are talking about, well, we had a pretty interesting first segment there when uh, we, we touched on a little bit about the the lump sum tax time bomb, uh, because that's really what it is when, it, when we think about it, a 401k or an IRA. Those are, I mean, again, if that's, and for a lot of us, the 401k is the one thing that we have saved in for years. And all of a sudden, you know, we, we are looking at the IRS to say, all right, they, they've got their hand out. I guess I better pay up. Right. And a lot of people are, you know, excited about putting off their required minimum distributions. But look, you have to look at this as a strategy. 100%. It gives you more time to do Roth conversions. So, you know, I'm not really sure why they're delaying required minimum distributions. Is it to get a higher payout down the road for people that don't do anything? That's what I will. I think it's because the average life expectancy is going up, but then it can also be the reasoning for increasing RMDs that you have to pull out each year because they did increase that amount the year to, you know, 73, 74, 75. So then they can force you to pull out more money each and every year than they did when it started at 72. Okay. Got it. So, I mean, it makes it cause everything, I mean, they are in the long game, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, like, sure. yeah, I mean, they absolutely know, they know what they're doing. I mean, I hate to say it, but you know, and, and remember that this is the one thing that goes back everybody, you know, you can't blame anyone for this. This was a bipartisan agreement. So the bottom line is, is that this does give you, and look, what do the wealthy do differently? They look at their, their, they take a look at their time frame and their strategies and they say, look, I have more time to convert. And so that is, you know, when you go from 70 and a half and now this thing could go up to 75, I mean, that's my God, that's a long time. That's four and a half years to do more Roth conversions. And um, that, that's a great way to do it. So that's that, that really, when you say that's a strategy, that's what we have to embrace at this point is that things are changing and we need to take advantage of it. And fortunately, you're leading the way. Yeah. When the government zigs, you have to zag. I mean, the, the bottom line is, is that for every action, there's a reaction. And so when they come out with something, you have to say, OK, it's not necessarily black and white. There's a way around this and you have to figure that out. You know, again, last week we talked about Section 179 going away. That's a huge deal. They are finding ways to create more tax. And so when they take away your tax options or your advantages to business owners, that's a really big deal. And that will slow down the purchase of larger purchased items that are purchased basically for tax purposes. And so you remember the Hummer loophole. That's basically Section 179. You can spend all the money you want on a Hummer and write 100 percent of that off. This is the last year that that's going to happen. It's going to go down to 80% next year, 60% the following year, 40%, and it's pretty much going to be useless after that. Okay, good to know. Let's talk uh, Medicare means testing and what that really means when we say means testing. Right. Well, Medicare, a lot of people don't know this, but they have income brackets as well. So it's just not regular taxes that you have to worry about for how much money you're pulling out of your IRA or even when you're doing Roth conversions. So one thing that Donna actually does with all of our clients when we're setting up Roth conversions is we're taking a look at Medicare as well, because if they already have a lot of income coming in from Social Security or a pension and we start to pull a lot of money out of their IRA in order to do a Roth conversion, that can hike their Medicare premiums as well. So it's just another thing that we have to look at, because once they go into that higher bracket, their premiums can be a lot more expensive. And then that affects overall what their plan is going to look like and how much they're going to need to pull out for expenses as well as their Roth conversions. 
Well, this is why when you talk about a Roth conversion, that money comes out tax-free. The the means testing is based on of earned income, correct? Right. And, right. and so if, if you take money out from a Roth, that's not earned income. Well, when you take money out of an IRA to convert to a Roth, that is tax that is, income yes. okay, for, I get that, that. that can yep. affect the, the Medicare. So, but down the line, this is why we have to start, you know, tax planning is all about what we can do in this year in order to make our taxable situation in future years better. So we just have to make sure that we're pulling out the correct amount for you and your plan based off of what your Medicare brackets and income brackets are looking like. So well, there's a lot of times where a client says, I want to convert all this. I'm like, well, hold on. Like, you know, basically when you do that, all of a sudden you're going to throw yourself into a higher tax bracket. If that's going to affect your Medicare, it may not be such a good idea. So we had a client that wanted to convert 300 grand this year. When we took a look at it, we're like, look, you're better off taking a look at a 10 year period and really being strategic about this. It's based on a rate of return. It's about based on managing your tax brackets now and later on down the road. So there's a lot of times where, you know, people want to do things, but they're not forecasting ahead. Like we're, you know, we're very smart individuals, but sometimes, you know, we're, we're not able to forecast anything. And that really is what financial planning is. Like I don't care about the here and now, like people take a look at their statements, you know, well, in January I was worth this much and now I'm worth this much. Who cares? That's always going to fluctuate. Where are you going to be in three and five years? That's what I really care about. Where are you going to be in 10 and 20 years? That's what I care about. The here and the now is going to fluctuate, right? And so the, the thing is, is that people really have to embrace long-term financial planning. And that's the part where they become completely disconnected. Sure. And uh, I mean, are these the kinds of conversations that you have every day with clients or potential clients? 100%. It's, it's crucial to have with clients because they're trusting us to have a third party view of their finances and be able to think 10, 15, 20 years down the line. And I think a lot of people have so much money built up in a 401k and an IRA because during their working years, you know, they might say, oh, how do I pay less in taxes? Oh, I should contribute more to a 401k or an IRA because like Eric said, it's helping them in the here and now, but they're not thinking when I turn 72, I'm going to have to pull out all this money and it's going to be all taxable to me. They're just thinking, hey, I can get a deduction on this now and I'm saving for retirement. It's kind of a win-win. But really, once you get into retirement, you start to realize a lot of this money really isn't mine. A lot of it is still owed to the government. Well, and that gets to, you know, estate planning. And we talk about the generational wealth. We talk about passing on to our heirs. Well, the SECURE Act, or you know, made a significant change in the way that a lot of people did that. Yeah, so... You know, the IRA used to be able to stretch over your beneficiary's lifetime, meaning the RMDs would then go over their lifetime so they could pull out small amounts of money each and every year until they passed away. But when the SECURE Act came out in late 2019, it changed that. And now non-spouse beneficiaries have to pull out that whole IRA within 10 years. So that can also set your beneficiaries in a highly taxable situation as well, especially if you're leaving money to somebody who's still working and then you throw how much money they're going to have to pull out of the IRA on top of that, it can skyrocket their tax brackets and throw them into a very high one. I don't like that. No, I don't. <laughs> and, I don't and I don't think anybody does. And this just kind of it, it all falls back to what are what is your plan going to be looking like in, <clears throat> in 10, 15 and 20 years, not just the here and now. Sure. Right? Exactly. And, and so what do we what 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 can we do today, uh, you know, that will ensure us a future that's a little bit brighter from a tax standpoint? 
I mean, it's it, tax planning is a whole subject in itself in the financial plan. You know, there's income planning. Where are you going to receive your income from? Uh, there's another part in the financial plan of risk mitigation. How are we mitigating your risk? There's another section in there of how can we reduce your taxes? There's another one. How do we perform a transfer of generational wealth? Um, you know, people don't understand how powerful the financial plan can be. And when you've had a year like this one, and this year has been all over the place, this year has been by far one of the most diversified issues I've ever seen. I mean, there's a lot of different things going on this year. And, you know, before you just get out of harm's way, including, you know, when you go back to 9-11, we morphed into cash. And then all of a sudden in 2002, we were in gold, energy, um, and tangibles, and we knew that large cap stocks were going to do horrible. And between 2001 and 2011, that was known as the lost decade. If you were over-invested in large cap stocks, you did horrible. You had to find other non-correlated assets, in which we did. I remember in 2004, one of our very best asset classes was energy. Energy was going through the roof. Um, but you're also paying a fortune for gasoline back then too. Mm -hmm. So the thing is, is that when you come back to the financial plan, you're actually looking at everything. And, you know, it, it's also been taking a look at inflation for the past 20 years as well. But here you go, people that have never had a financial plan, all of a sudden inflation is the biggest worry in the world. It really shouldn't even be an issue. It shouldn't be an issue if you've planned for this and you've, you've, had a plan that included overinflating for for years. That that shouldn't be an issue to you. So when you actually go through a financial plan, and again, this is what the wealthy do. They take time out. They're investing in that financial plan. They're investing their time. And so we're constantly updating the financial plan. And there's just not enough people out there that are doing financial planning. Well, yeah, you mean just from the way that you just described that people aren't, I mean, other advisors aren't doing that or you're just looking at it a little more aggressively? I just don't think advisors know. I, I don't think they understand how to do proper financial planning. I, I am convinced of that. Okay. Because, you know, like I said, I mean, Donna came down from Georgia. She was in a pretty good, um, pretty good size advisory firm. And I said, wow, you, you must have been busy. And she goes, no, she goes, most of the advisors didn't even do financial planning. And that's the ugly side of the financial industry. There's a lot of advisors out there who want to take over your assets and try to just perform. You can't outperform your retirement. You have to be strategic and you have to plan for that retirement. That makes sense as well. 800-779-1942. Let's go ahead and invite folks to call. We're pretty much up against the clock here again. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next 10 callers who are in need of their missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We will get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review 
that is valued at over $1,000. We'll be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. Fantastic, folks. Take advantage of it. 800-779-1942. Opportunity then to get a financial roadmap put together. Eric and the team are there for you to take that complex financial world and really turn it into something that well, just makes sense. Here's your chance to get a true practical financial review. 800-779-1942. Get that comprehensive financial review. See where you are today. But more importantly, get that roadmap that we talk about that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-779-1942. 800-779-1942. We are going to take a quick break. We're coming right back. We've got more here on WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney and Joseph Lanza. Next up on WealthWorks Radio, a 2021 Coventry Direct study found that 26% of retirees had, don't have the lifestyle they thought they would. What would they do differently? Go Banking Rates has some great answers. We're back on WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney and Joseph Lanza. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Uh, Eric, of course, the fiduciary. He's president of Retirement Wealth. Joseph Lanza, fiduciary and uh, all-around good guy. Right, Joseph? <laughs> Thanks, Steve. I appreciate that. Same to you. Ditto, right? <laughs> Ditto. I like that. The um, So you talked about this uh, Coventry Direct study that people ended up not in the kind of lifestyle they thought they were going to have. Is that a, do you Do you hear that from from folks? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, we, we meet a lot of different people from a lot of different walks of life. And, you know, there's some people that are living the lifestyle that is above and beyond, you know, what they ever dreamed of. And then there's some people who, you know, things have just taken a turn. And, uh, you know, I just met a gentleman. Uh, I was on a trip, um, had to go see some clients. And I met this guy and he goes, yeah, I had three pizza stores. Everything was great. I got my kids through school, COVID hit, and he goes, and it took out all three stores. He goes, I was done. And uh, he was actually on a plane to go see his brother because he's actually going to go stay with his brother, and um, his brother actually has a job for him. And it was just crazy to me. He's like, I had everything. He goes, you know, he goes, but I'm so grateful that I was able to take care of my kids and put them through school. And, you know, but things come along like COVID, and it just took him out. And he's like, and he's like, Eric, he's like, I tried everything. And I really felt for him because it sounded like, you know, he was doing all the right things. It's just that, you know, nobody was going out anymore. And uh, it just absolutely crippled him. And he's like, I'm not going to have the lifestyle that I had before. So there's a lot of times where things take a turn in our lives that we just don't expect. And I think that you have to be prepared for them. Well, and again, I think one of the things that people often will say is, I wish I would have started saving earlier. I mean, I think that's universal, isn't it? Even if you yeah. started saving super young, you still wish you would have started before that. Of course. I mean, procrastination is, you know, everybody's worst enemy. But, uh, you know, the, the bottom line is, is that you always have time and compounding interest on your side. And a lot of people don't realize, and I don't know the exact numbers, but I, I mean, I was reading this book one time about how much the net worth of Buffett had increased. And it was somewhere like in his, somewhere in his like late 60s. And all of a sudden after that, it just imploded or not imploded, exploded, um, I should say. Uh, and so a lot of times we read about millionaires, how many really get to be a millionaire in their like late 50s. And they don't give up, you know, they keep fighting and then all of a sudden they make the second million and it just gets easier from there. 
but there's a lot of people who just don't know how to get to that first million. Um, and that, that's really what you have to do. And oddly enough, the gentleman that had three pizza stores, he could actually see all the financial mistakes that he made in the past. He's like, I should have done this. I should have done this. And, you know, what it should have could have. But like I said, basically what he's saying is I should have prepared for a rainy day. And that rainy day did occur. And he just didn't expect it. Sure. And and so one of the things that can help alleviate that or at least give us more confidence is working with a professional like you guys. You're, you're fiduciary. You're independent. You've got a lot of experience. To me, that is the uh, that's the thing that makes the difference. Yeah, it's what tells you, you know, the facts and data are showing you, for instance, when you should retire. Well, let's lock down the best year for when you should retire based on a lot of different external factors. And you're letting somebody else handle this. And I remember I knew somebody who worked in um, professional bodybuilding once and they coached a lot of different people. And when I was talking with them, he brought up how um, he has a coach. And I thought that that was weird. I said, well, you coach and help all these people. Why do you have a coach? And he goes, every single person should have somebody watching. Even if you're an expert in that field, you should always have a third person point of view that is looking down on what you're doing and having a different opinion to see and make sure that that's best for you. And that always stuck with me. And I thought that was so strange that he was, but you know, now that I get older, I'm starting to understand it better. It's because he wanted an expert in the field, but a different point of view in order to look at what he was doing and making sure that it was okay for himself, even though he helps people every single day. Well, that's so good. I, and I think that it, it can really relate to the financial profession as well, because a lot of people may be managing their own money for many, many years, but it's going to get to a certain point where like, look at the Secure Act 2.0. There's four pages of things that are coming out. Are you doing everything you can in order to make sure that you're optimizing your tax situation? And when you're allowing a team to do that for you, it can actually make your retirement a lot more enjoyable for you as well. Well, and again, as you get into that financial red zone, you know, that five, 10 years before retirement, maybe you're turning 50, mid-50s, that's when we should reach out because then it's really not too late to sort of get things done and get that plan sort of beefed up to where it is going to help us. Yeah. And what you're doing is you're using those early years to really build the foundation, but it's also forecasting your strengths and your weaknesses. So if we say, look, this is going to be a problem down the road. And a lot of people that uh, Joseph brings up a good point, like a lot of people that manage their own money, they're not even going to look at these four pages of the secure act. They're going to be like, okay, so what I get out of this are required minimum distributions are now 75. Got it. No, that's not what it is. Like, that is the easiest thing to, to understand in here. And that's what a lot of people don't understand. It's the other 99% in here that's going to get you. There's like, what I think to myself is, why are they increasing the age to 75? Like, what are they up to, right? Yeah, like, what's in it for them? Exactly. Right. What are we up against? Like, what do we have to plan for? And so, that's where you go through this other stuff in here. And there's like the new 401k safe Harbor. Um, there's just a lot of things in here and there's a lot of parentheses in here, by the way, Donna has a lot of things that are like uh, highlighted. And uh, so it's like, I, I really have to go through this thing line by line and uh, really, you know, go through this thing. And it's going to be interesting when we do a show on it. Yeah. I mean, do you think, do you see anything being thrown out or being sort of rewritten or reinvented? I don't know. I, you know, honestly, Steve, I haven't gone through this enough. And, you know, the, again, that's the funny thing. Like, you know, this is what's proposed. Mm -hmm. And then what comes out the other side is usually quite different. But the bottom line is, is that both sides, you know, do have to agree that we have to start paying down or finding a way to maintain this debt. 
Our national debt costs us $589 billion just to maintain. So it's like having a maxed out credit card. And what is your minimum payment? Well, our minimum payment right now is $589 billion. And of course, that is outdated now because I'm sure it's closer to about $590 billion. Right. Oh, my gosh. Well, if you think about that, holy mm -hmm. cow, that's a... Ooh, that's a, that's a, that's a big, uh, that's a big number. Yeah. I mean, when you think about it, like Elon Musk is a billionaire, right? Right. So he is a billionaire, but we need like another 550 of him just to maintain the debt. Right. That's insane. <laughs> that is insane. So one of the things that uh, we, we talk about, you're talking a little bit about regrets here and uh, not preparing for diminished capacity. That sounds like uh, gloom and doom, but, but that's a simple fact, isn't it? It is. I mean, and unfortunately, you know, my mom's 86 right now and I go up and I help her and she still wants to live on her own, you know, and, and I'm trying to talk her into like other assisted living places. So I kind of bring it up and what they do there and everything. And she's like, well, you know, I'm just not there yet. I'm like, Ugh. I'm like, but you are. <laughs> and uh, I mean, you know, and she loves to plant her flowers and everything. I said, mom, you can still do that at these assisted living places. You can still have your dog. You can still drive. People don't want you to drive, but you can still drive. But she had a little mishap with her car the other day. Uh -huh. And she's just like, it's not that bad, though. I'm like, no, I go, actually, it only dented the front fender and the front door. So that's not horrible. <laughs> you know, like little rubbing compound, mom, and it should yeah. be just brand new. But, you know, it's just, you know, there's going to be a point where she just cannot do this. And mm -hmm. it's like my mother, let me tell you something. She is like. I mean, she is incredibly independent, you know, and, and, and I give her a lot of credit for that. But at the same time, we all have to understand our boundaries. But, yeah, we have to be prepared for diminished capacity, both emotionally, physically, mentally and financially. So what are your thoughts on practicing for retirement? I know we've talked about this before at some level, but, you know, is that a good idea to say, all right, this is what my, my budget is. This is what I need to, this is what I have coming in. This is what's going out. And I'm just going to practice this before I actually pull the trigger on a job. Yeah. I mean, I think we actually had a lot of people that practice it during COVID, you know, well, I that's mean, that's true. Absolutely. Yeah. People, you know, we actually had a, a doctor client of ours went out and bought an RV, um, bought a brand new. He's like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to travel, take my wife, take the dog. And they went on a trip and he said, that was the most miserable thing I've ever done. He brought the camper home and he sold it immediately. And <laughs> he's like, that's not for me. And I just spent a, sh a ton of money. Yeah, I know what you were going to say. <laughs> he says, I just spent a ton of money uh, on this thing. He goes, but I don't care. I realize that I am not an RVer. Right. And mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, I think a lot of people got to do that. And I think it's kind of fun to practice and, and you really should. One of the things we talk about is having a purpose in retirement. And I, I just read a story, I mean, just before we started recording, actually, about um, how having a purpose in retirement is important. And if you if you never volunteered while you were working, chances are you're not going to volunteer while you're retired. Do you yeah, find that to be true? It's true for a lot of hobbies as well. You know, it's because people get stuck in their ways and it's hard for them to pick up certain things once they actually get in retirement if they weren't doing that before during their working years. And mm -hmm. a lot of times we identify so much with ourselves and our being with whatever our profession was. And then when we get to retirement, we lose that. And it's almost like a lot of people get into a, a depressive state when they get into retirement and nobody wants that. We don't want that for any of our clients as well, because retirement is supposed to be a time of actually enjoying what you've been working all these years for not being in a, a depressed state. Because if you think about it, you know, 
everybody that's in your social life, if all those people are surrounded about where you're working and you go into work and you're discussing what you did over the weekend, everybody from there, and then you may be spending time with them outside of work as well. When you stop working, it's like you're cutting off that whole social group and that whole piece of your identity. Boy, this goes by so quickly. We need to take another break, but let's go ahead and invite folks to call and then fill up that calendar. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next 10 callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and transfers of generational wealth. We will get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000 will be giving it away to you complimentary with no obligation. Sounds fantastic, folks. Take advantage of it. A way to really get a financial roadmap put together, a practical financial review all rolled into one. It starts with that phone call, 800 779 one nine four two get that comprehensive financial review that joseph just described plus all the extras and there's no cost there's no obligation it starts with that call 800-779-1942 800-779-1942 we are going to take one more break we're back with more right here on wealthworks radio with eric Cardi and joseph lanza coming up next questions from you and answers from me stay tuned We're back on WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney and Joseph Lanza and consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Of course, we've been having a great show. Lots of good conversation today. Covered some great areas. Um, and uh, that will continue even into this fourth segment. Eric, I know this is one of your favorites where we dig into questions. But you were asking about, uh, you know, what was some other things that have been going on. We haven't really talked about interest rates at this point. Yeah, so right now we're really watching the housing market. Um, one thing that a lot of people don't realize about us, but we help uh, assist with a lot of real estate, like 1031 exchanges and so forth. And uh, we've done quite a few transactions with our clients, understanding whether to get in the market, out of the market of the real estate world. So, you know, housing is really changing right now. The real estate musical chairs is coming to an end. Um, everybody getting ridiculous pricing for their houses might be changing. Maybe not so much in Southwest Florida, Arizona, or Las Vegas. I mean, those are the areas where people are still, there's massive moves to. But there's other areas where all of a sudden you're seeing a slight slowdown in the real estate world. And I actually think that's going to continue. And then and probably, I mean, it could be anywhere from two months up to about six months. I think you're going to see housing drops quite significantly. And I've been calling that for quite some time. And everybody in the office is like, no way it's going to drop that much. I'm like, I think it is. And finally, I sent Joseph an article this weekend. I'm like, that's mm -hmm. what I said, you know, mm -hmm. and and I do think that housing across the United States is going to drop about 20 percent. And that's a huge number. But I also think people are like, well, we're in a housing crisis. We're not in a crisis. We're in a gouging period. It's just where people are gouging people. And so I don't think I think people are you know, just able to sell their houses at super inflated prices. And so, I mean, quite honestly, I think, you know, if you don't sell your house now, 
you know, like I said, I, I think that uh, you either better be happy with your home or start to think about listing at a significantly cheaper price. And you're already seeing a huge decrease in things too. Well, yeah. I mean, you, you read that, well, one, Freddie Mac says the 30 year fixed right now is about uh, just over 6% for, you know, high fives, low sixes. Right. I mean, that's, that's a huge difference than what it was even six months ago when we were looking at, you know, two and a half and three and a half. Yeah, we were spoiled. I mean, just like we were spoiled with a with a bull market, right? I mean, we were spoiled after two thousand eight. You you were spoiled. Hope you took advantage of it, right? Yeah. I mean, interest rates were cheap. I hope I you took advantage of that. <laughs> yeah, you did. You made a great move. Yeah, you know. But I mean, it's interesting because there's a, the house right next door to ours is for sale. Has been for sale the entire time we've been there. We moved in in December, and the, all they have done is drop that price. Yeah. Since mm -hmm. December. And it's still dropping and it's still not sold. That's crazy. I mean, it, it, like I said, I mean, I, I just think everybody's gotten settled. Uh, if everybody was going to move, they moved. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I mean, it's just like I said, musical chairs is just it's slowing down. So. so let's talk interest rates. I mean, because, you know, mortgage interest rates, that certainly affects all of us. But, you know, the Fed interest rate, that's a discussion as well. Yeah, I mean, it includes interest. I mean, people don't understand how much of a correlation there is with inflation and interest rates, and, and that's always been that way. Sure. Well, I mean, so a week ago or so, Federal Reserve Bank of uh, New York President John Williams uh, was talking to the Wall Street Journal. Let's, uh, let's sort of listen to that a little bit and see what he sets up there. Get real interest rates. That's the interest rate adjusted for inflation above zero. Uh, we need to have a you know, somewhat restrictive policy to slow demand, and we're not there yet. Um, so if you think about next year, if inflation is say, somewhere between 25 and 3%, a lot lower than now, but that's uh, kind of a forecast that I think is reasonable, you're thinking about having interest rates uh, that are uh, you know, well above that because it's the interest rate minus the inflation rate tells you what the real interest rate is. So we're still quite a ways from that. Interest rate? Minus the inflation rate, inflation rate yep. comes up with the real interest, right? Is that what yep, you just said? Exactly right. And so we're trying to figure out where the real interest rate is going to fall. And I think they're, I think they're a little high right now. I think they will go a little bit higher, but then I think they're eventually going to come down. A lot of people don't realize that about a month ago, you could have grabbed a 5% mortgage rate. Um, I mean, remember, they change. I mean, it's not like, you know, it's stuck. I mean, it's it's going to change on a regular basis. And the mortgage broker that I deal with, he's like, yeah, he goes, I, I locked some people in at five. Now, when it was at six, people thought that was a bargain. So, you know, like I said, I mean, interest rates will fluctuate. I think that they're going to go way up. And then, of course, they're going to settle down back to that real point. But again, back to his point about inflation, uh, you know, we run two and a half to three percent in the financial plan. But remember, I mean, other things are going to have a higher rate of inflation, and that could be very well energy, uh, especially going into the winter time. Supply and demand issues. Like right now, Germany is confident that they have enough to get through a harsh winter, and so everyone's stocked up for the winter. I mean, here we are, uh, you know, in September, but we're already worried about getting through winter. So. Again, if you, as long as you have those levels of inventory for your country, you're okay. But after that, it's going to be a whole different ballgame. Absolutely. 800-779-1942. What do you say? We get some questions here? Yeah, sounds good. All right. Here we go. Let's see. Glenn is up first. He's in Marco Island, and he says, uh, I had $225,000 in my 401k, 
I rolled over 125000 to an annuity at 7% as I wanted income. I just turned 65. I want to retire in six months, but I don't know what to do with the other $100,000. What should I do? Should okay, I hire so, a financial advisor? Well, yeah. So you went and you, so you purchased an annuity, right? And yeah. it sounds like, you know, it's a variable annuity. So you went to a salesperson and you put all this money in, and now you're questioning what your next step is. And I'm not like... I'm not trying to be a jerk, but why didn't you go get a, a financial plan done first and see what your needs were, right? And, and this is where, this is what we do is we go think that we did something with our money, but down the road, we could realize, well, that was detrimental. Purpose determines placement. The purpose of your money should always determine where that money goes. People get so um, happy about, a, you know, a 7% guarantee and an annuity. That may not be the best thing for you. So, right. Well, and again, these are these are the kinds of things, you know, he's that's sort of cart before the horse thing, what he's talking about. He's, he was asking the, the question to me at the wrong time. Right. Exactly. I mean, it's just, you know, like I said, I mean, and this is this is where all of a sudden people come in down the road and they're like, Eric, I have this problem and this is what we have to fix. And, you know, people are they realize, OK, I did it exactly opposite. And um, so, uh, again, this is why. We stay so busy. I mean, we're, we're fixing a lot of these issues. And it's, again, it's just, they're not making necessarily bad decisions. They're just making decisions in the wrong order. That's what really what it comes down to. Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, Glenn, give us a call. 800-779-1942 is the I was number. Gonna give that, I was actually going to give that question to Joseph. And then I was like, God, it just irritates me. And <laughs> no offense, Glenn, but like, it just like, these are things that could be fixed. You know, we have to think about, uh, we have to think about what we're doing before we actually put it in. Get a plan done, get a strategy done, understand and forecast your money because now, you know, you ha you're stuck in that. You ha Now we have to work with that. So it just, it lessens your options. So. Well, that goes into your, uh, your, you know, one of the things that you do is uh, that uh, that annuity fixing plan. You, right, exactly, right. And not always, and you can't always do it. No, you can't. I mean, you know, hopefully he'll have options down the road, but you know, now that's a huge piece. It's, you know, he had 225. Now 125 is gone. Now you've got to have, you've got to take that 100 grand and you have to put it up against that. You have to counteract, you know, the, the negatives of that annuity. Now there could be positives. So we have to work with those. I mean, there's some really good annuities. Bad annuities are bad. Good annuities are good. So um, we just have to take a look at what it is and then go from there. Absolutely. All right. We got time for another one here. Let's go to Joyce in Boca Grande. Uh, Joyce says, I'm 62, recently retired. I've been considering taking Social Security as soon as possible because I don't want the money to be reallocated in the midst of the recession. Should I take it now or wait? Well, this is kind of a great question because a lot of people don't want to pull from their assets when the market is down, like you said, like in a recession. However, it's important to remember that once Social Security is turned on, it can never be turned off. So, you know, this is why we run the plan. And just like what Eric was saying for Glenn, we're doing this beforehand before we just go with that gut decision. Like, hey, yeah, let's take Social Security. It's income I can get right now because we may be missing out on an opportunity to have a higher amount each month. And that's a fixed, you know, that amount is guaranteed to us each and every year. So we want to make sure that we're actually calculating a financial plan first before just going with our women saying, you know, hey, let's turn on Social Security. And of course, you know, it depends on how much Joyce has in retirement assets, how those are invested, the different types of buckets she has. Maybe, you know, maybe we don't want to pull from 
the depreciated assets, the things that are down right now, they could have the possibility of shooting back up. If she has some cash on the sidelines, you know, we have to look, there's a lot of different factors that go into what we can determine for Joyce and what the best situation for her is. All right. Fair enough. 800-779-1942. Joyce, if you'd like to know a little bit more. Sure. All right. Well, Again, great stuff, as always, and uh, we are up against the clock, and uh, let's go ahead and invite folks one last time. Sounds great, Steve. Hey, everybody, thanks so much for listening today. Really appreciate it. If you're interested in a results in advance financial plan or you feel like you're out there in a financial no man's land, let's take the next five callers who are in need of that financial plan that is missing. If you're serious about your finances, this is for you. We'll create a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000. Let's give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation to the next five callers who have saved at least $500,000 for retirement. And what this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. We're going to map it out. We're going to run all the reports for you. The fee report, the Morningstar reports, a tax analysis, maybe a volatility analysis. Let's see where it takes you. Let's see where that plan leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your portfolio and again, without any obligation. If you're interested in your very own income plan, we'll show you proven strategies and techniques to turbocharge your retirement income. In short, we're going to take all the guesswork out of financial planning. So again, for the next five callers, a full-blown comprehensive financial plan review, it's over $1,000 value. We'll be giving it away. Complimentary, no obligation. Call us today. Sounds great, folks. This is it. Last opportunity today to give us a call at 800-779-1942. Grab those last few spots available on the calendar. It's a chance to get that true practical financial review for you. No cost, no obligation. Just make the call. 800-779-1942. Again, 800-779-1942. Eric, Joseph, as always, a pleasure to be here. One of my favorite hours of the week. Steve, thank you so much. Joseph, great job today. Everybody out there, thank you so much for listening. Remember, you only retire once. Let's get it right the first time. Always remember 9-11. Have a great week and an even better retirement. Eric Carney is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Retirement Wealth, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and this station are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by RWA. Insurance licensed in the state of Florida. Insurance license number P138852. Registered investment advisors and investment advisor representatives act as fiduciaries for all our investment management clients. We have an obligation to act in the best interests of our clients and make full disclosures of any conflict of interest, if any exists. Please refer to our firm brochure, the ADV2A, page 4, for additional information. WealthGuard is a complete portfolio monitoring system. Designed by determining the amount of downside risk a client is willing to tolerate, WealthGuard is added to a client's account to protect them from the downside risk. WealthGuard is not a stop-loss strategy. When the account value in the portfolio hits the targeted value, an alert is sent to the client, advisor, and money manager. There is no guarantee the exact WealthGuard value will be captured or assets will be traded or liquidated the same day due to time of day or market restrictions. 